Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, uh, Kathy. Uh, good morning. Here we are. We're uh, second day of our covenant uh, process of understanding what it means. And uh, uh, actually, um, uh, we're going to talk about this for both of us. But um, it was interesting, and it was it was God reinforced it that you know, do you understand the depth of the covenant? You know, and so <laughs> something happened that illustrated it uh, with with us and our technology is. Uh, what we do is, you know, we record this. Everybody knows we record it, uh, right? So that, uh, first of all, that we 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 do have other things we're doing in life, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we travel. Like I'm going to have a retreat coming up with our leaders. Well, I won't be able to do it because we have a studio right. and we have all that technology, so we record it. Well, uh, there's a there's a software system that we use to record. Um, and then we have to go through a series of things, production things, to, to then produce it and get it up, loaded up into the YouTube and uh, Spotify and Apple. So right. we've been doing this now about a year, um, uh, going on a year. We've done, I think you said 213, 14 now. Look, 213 episodes yeah. are out when we're taping this now, but yeah. I think we've got a couple weeks worth of taping beyond yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, two, at two, I think when we get to... Uh, well, I can tell you exactly. Um, a year will be um, if we. We're, we've got to be coming up on 200, a year. About 250 sessions. So we'll. Wow. Uh, that means that into April, May will be our year anniversary. We're gonna we're yeah. gonna find that out, and we'll celebrate our anniversary. So. <laughs> yes, but, I agree. Um, <laughs> almost a year. Uh, we have to record. And mm-hmm. uh, the software technology, um, I'm, I'm responsible for just starting the recording. And there's a button on the software that you push to start it. So I start it. It never I, works. I hit it, <laughs> and it doesn't work, and it doesn't work, and it doesn't work. And uh, it never has worked per se. And what I have to do is I just keep hitting it. Usually and eventually it catches. 30, 30 60 <laughs> seconds, even, even two minutes. Eventually... It starts. Uh, right. Okay, great. You know, and so kind of put up with it. Like, I guess that's the way it works. And um, and then um, I contacted the software, you know, uh, company. And I, I uh, they have a place where you can write a ticket, what they call a write a ticket, which, you know, in software you can do, you know, hey, I got a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't call anybody. <laughs> so, right, right. Uh, so I sent a ticket in. Hey, your record button doesn't work. Um, and I need it. And it's frustrating, you know, and. So they, they, say, they send me back and they say, okay, uh, there's a diagnostic tool that we have that, you know, f- uh, go into the system, get, the, get that link and send it to us. Okay. So, they, say, <laughs> so they, they get it and they send it back and they asked me this question. They said, um, are you recording using an, an external disk drive? Right. Well, yeah. yes. I sent it, I sent it back. <laughs> yes. They said... That's your problem. 
uh, that uh, there's a delay because it's trying to connect with this drive. And by the way, it's, uh -huh. a, it's a 10 terabyte drive, so we're gonna we keep everything archived so we have a history of it. Uh, he said that's your problem. Uh, and so, so Friday, uh, uh, or excuse me, yesterday, uh, uh, before actually before they started taping the Monday session uh, that we just started the covenant, they said uh, save record to your computer and then move it over later. Uh, and they showed me how to do that because I have to. I had, right. to have, I had to have a new path, what they call a new path. Instead of going mm. to the external drive, I had to. Um, right. path it to a file in my Create computer a new path yeah and um it, it guess what it where i can i can touch that <laughs> button and it works so uh, 200 and some odd episodes in we got yeah, it fixed yeah, <laughs> yeah. um and so uh and I, and I thought it was what god said to me is it wasn't accidental mm -hmm. that this happened at the beginning of the covenant is that interesting do you understand that um i can resolve everything Right. And give you wisdom and give you insight and bless you, even in little things like that. Right. As part of the covenant. And and I interesting enough, he said, You actually didn't even think about it. You put up with it. Right. Until you finally oh, said how well, often do we do yeah, that? You, yeah. You kinda I said, you know, maybe I should contact them because this doesn't seem right. Mm -hmm. And then uh, through that it was resolved and, and we could start the covenant with this new button working. <laughs> and God said, do you, do you see that's kind of what he's trying to show us is that because our definition of blessing is always big. Mm -hmm. Well, if it's going to be blessing, that's got to be big, big, big stuff. He said, well, right. I, can, I can bless you and even little stuff like that because my blessing is very comprehensive. It's not limited to what you would define it as. You know, so it was it was kind of a reminder of um uh, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. And uh, do you understand how how deep that goes? You know, and it was it was pretty cool. So uh, uh, I've just saved uh, two minutes of, of recording, uh, getting ready to record now for the uh, next year each day. Uh, and as we talk about covenant, remember, uh, as to Abraham, uh, you said, leave your leave your uh, parents, leave your country. Uh, I'm going to bless go you. Go where I show you. Go where I tell you. I'm not telling you where, but I'll tell you. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll show you the process. One thing I do want you to understand about it is as you go, and that's kind of kind of the essence of something we need to always remember is that uh, even when we say blessing or we say God's will, um, it's not a destination. It's a path. Right. It's as you're going. Yeah. It's walking with him. It's walking yeah. with him, and he's walking forward down a pathway, uh, mm -hmm. And things are always changing. And it's always, okay, now what? You know, now what? And he said along that path of life, uh, and, and he kind of implied that by just the way he did it with Abraham is you can't even stop, so to speak, because you don't know where I'm taking you. <laughs> right, right. So why don't you just go with me? You know, and that's that's really mm -hmm. what he said. He'd go with me. And uh, uh, and so let's go. And I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. And I'm going to... Um, I am going to bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you, which we'll get into the depth of all that. Remember, flow through. Okay, well, the right. covenant, the word covenant, uh, all by itself, mm -hmm. and God uses this word. Um, he says uh, it's an agreement. Uh, the word root root means it's an agreement. My agreement with you, Abraham, my agreement with, with my children uh, that, will be the recipients of this. And we, and we learned last time that agreement, 
he said lasts forever and lasts a thousand, right. thousand generations, which we're safe. So it's still valid. The agreement is still right. valid. Okay, now think about, first of all, the essence. If you have an agreement, what does that imply? That there are there are specifications that have to be met yeah, by both parties. By, okay, you know. by, by, by what you say there is, see, an agreement is between two parties. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't a, a one-way deal. Uh, right. And we could we could look at it, and we'll try to unpack this a little bit, but uh, think of Christ going to the cross. That part of it, was there was no agreement to it. Right. What He did it unilaterally. He did that, right. On his own nature. As a matter of fact, he keeps telling us that, <laughs> that um, uh, you can't get there by, right. your, by yourself because the requirement is perfection. And by yourself, there's nothing that yeah. you could do to resolve that problem, which, by the way, says, had I not resolved it, you're kind of stuck. Right. Because uh, you can't get there. Um uh, and uh, and that's why the way uh, everybody stands condemned until they then enter into the second piece of that, which is the reconciliation piece, which is, okay, I agree, I receive it, I process the truth, I, I uh, ask you, into, which you've already offered, I right. ask you into my life. So, right. so uh, when we think of covenant, first of all, we got to understand it's not, it's not, uh, independent. It's not universal uh, in terms of uh, uh, it just is an act of God no matter what because he defines it up front as an agreement between two parties. Okay, so the parties, in order to participate in something, they have to agree. So there's two elements. I got to agree to it. And then two, I actually have to perform. <laughs> for, perform. Right. My response, my part of the responsibility. Hold up, and, my and, end of the responsibility. And by the yeah. way, uh, so does God. Uh, mm-hmm. So that it, it, it kind of looks like this. Um, and this is something we're going to go over and over and over. <laughs> God says, uh, on my part, I'm ready to deliver it. I can deliver it. I'm going to deliver it. It's there to be delivered. I will never not deliver it. Right. Uh, so if there's a problem, it's not me, it's you. Uh, right. Okay. Uh, so it's not willy-nilly, and it's not, well, maybe mm-hmm. I've decided yeah, to give Yeah, it says he commanded it. I command you know, it. It's, it's but part it's of an life. Agreement. And, and it's, it's, see, he, and this is why we're in, you know, in uh, First Chronicles, says, re, uh, remember that the covenant is forever and it lasts a thousand generations. This agreement holds up uh, all the time because that's that's my nature and my, my life with, with men. Okay, so uh, he's ready to deliver it. And now we have to receive it. So think of uh, uh, your your house. Uh, you talked about yesterday. You talked about the joy of uh, being a blessing to uh, this woman and her children who wound up with your dad's house, right? Because um, uh, it, you know, your dad had died. You had to go through the uh, process of it, uh, get it ready, put it on the market, get it sold. Uh, uh, it fell through which we'll describe, and then uh, ultimately she, she did it and, and performed. Okay, now, um, when you, uh, after you and Dan went down mm-hmm. and you decided how 
How did you offer it on the market? What what were the mechanics of you offering? Did you get a broker? How did how did you do that? Uh, yeah, we hired a real estate agent and actually interviewed a few of them and and brought one in that we thought was going to do a good job. And then because it was out of state, um, we really handled anything else through the phone or online. Okay, um, so you offered it for sale. Mm-hmm. Um, why could you offer it for sale? Because you owned because it. We owned it, yes. Now you owned it. Uh, it was yours because it transferred with the estate. So uh, you <laughs> you had it to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't you can't just go down to your neighbors and say I'm going to sell your house. <laughs> right, right. Uh, well, you don't own it. Uh, you mm-hmm. can only offer in an agreement something that you already have. Right. Uh, to offer, uh, and so God says, I have the, I have the blessing. Mm-hmm and I'm going to make you a blessing. I have that to offer you. Right. And it's mine. I can deliver it. I've got it. Mm-hmm. It's available. It's for sure. Okay. Uh, you made you, you offered it. Uh, somebody comes along and they say, I agree to that offer. Right. And they signed a contract, mm-hmm. uh, which you said, hallelujah. Yes. Uh, okay. Now, <laughs> When they signed the, first of all, somebody had to come along and say, I agree to that. Right. Uh, okay. Uh, that's, and there were those who looked and said, we do not. <laughs> I do not agree with that. Um, so it's the first step in this covenant agreement is, well, we have to first say, I agree and I'm willing to receive it because I would like to. <laughs> and, and again, uh, for you and I, it's because we've experienced it. And we see the wonder and joy of it. And we can we can do what what First uh, Chronicles sixteen says. We can uh, praise him and share the marvelous supernatural things that God has done to deliver the covenant. And we and we can absolutely share that because we've experienced it. So our thought right. is, well, why would why wouldn't everybody agree to it? Why wouldn't everyone awful, exactly? You know? <laughs> uh, and this is why covenant is so critical. So okay, so they agreed to it. Um, but they didn't come to the table with their money. They decided, even after agreeing, what did they decide? Um, that they didn't want the house. Yeah, you know what? There were too many other things, I, yeah. I don't want it. Um, so did they show up at the closing table with money? No. No. Okay, could you, even though they agreed to it, could you deliver that house to them? No. No, why not? Because they didn't show up with their end of the bargain. Their end of the bargain is I got I to give you, uh, here it is available, I got to mm-hmm. give you the money for that, and it's all recorded, and now I own it, They're, they own it, and, and you have their money, they own the house. The, right. tran- the transaction of the deg- agreement happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so even though they agreed, they didn't perform, and they didn't experience that house by definition, right? because I'm not taking it. Uh, okay. Uh, so you had to <laughs> put it back up on the market. Right. Uh, uh, somebody else comes along. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, and then there's a closing. Now, in order for that woman and her children to receive that house, what must they sh- what must they do at closing? They had to come to the closing and sign the agreement and bring the money and <laughs> they had to sign be the ready to take it on and yeah. actually transfer over. Okay, mm-hmm. I you give me the title to the house, I'm giving you the money. Right. And what we agreed to 
was now experienced by both right. parties. Right. Uh, and so uh, you got to look at, remember that uh, this is an agreement. It's between two parties. Uh, God says, I offer it to everybody. Here's the cool thing about, about the covenant. Because, um, you know, you're looking at, well, you got a single house and you can sell it and that's over with. Um, you don't have any other, you have your own house, I guess, but you don't have any other uh, spare houses out there right. to, to just, you know, offer. God's offer is to everybody all the time, completely. He says, I stand ready to deliver it every single day, every single moment. Right. And anybody can come and, and fill your part of the deal and I'll, and I'll deliver it. And so that's why uh, keep thinking of covenant as agreement. It takes two parties. God says... I'm available, willing, and able to deliver this. You got to show up at closing mm-hmm. and and fulfill your piece of it. And it's a two-step process. Do you agree to it? Do you, you really understand it? Um, and by the way, I'm not talking about the depth of understanding. Just hey, you know what? Um, I see this now. I see that he wants to give this to me, so I want to receive it. And then he's gonna. And then we're gonna get into, which by the way will take us a while because we're gonna talk about the essence of how the beauty of the covenant. Uh, is you have there's certain things you got to do, uh, and we're going to see how cool this is, because God has a little twist on it when we get into the end of it that that will shock everybody. Like, oh, I see my requirements, and then we're going to see something about what he he's going to do with that, and the beauty of that. That's why this whole thing is so wonderful. Is that it's not arduous. It's actually it's actually a wonderful experience for for us to fulfill our piece of it, and we'll see that. Um, and he said, it's an agreement. I'm ready to deliver it. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Uh, it lasts uh, forever uh, in a thousand generations. And it's, it is, it is, it is, it is. You know, so come, come and receive it. And so as you look at the agreement, what we read in Genesis 12, 1 to 3, it's called in an agreement, there's a preamble. Mm-hmm. And the preamble says the essence of this agreement is this one paragraph, right? Uh, and you and everybody can go back, go back and read every agreement you got, every contract you got. Yeah. Uh, and the very t- very first piece of it, first of all, it defines the parties. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is between you know this party and that party, and and they define it with address and stuff, so we know who right, it is. Right. The next section is the preamble. Right. The purpose of this agreement is. Yeah. And it lays it out. Basically a summary, summary. or a, a, <laughs> it's, it's the a vision essence. of it. You know, what we're what we're doing here is this definition. And so mm-hmm. the covenant that we just read in Genesis is the preamble. Okay. I'm gonna bless you to make you a blessing. I'm gonna bless those who bless you, I'm gonna curse those who curse you. Okay, that's he said that's the essence of it. Mm-hmm. He said, now what, what think about your contracts, which are now another, you know, eight pages, fifteen, 15 pages. pages, thirty pages. <laughs> What's all that? Well, that's what's called the fine print. Mm-hmm. Uh, it defines specific things about what what that means. So that so and and properly so, our question would be and is, okay, well, that's nice. <laughs> right. Uh, you're gonna bless me to make me a blessing. Um, what's the fine print? <laughs> yeah, I, I need to know the details. Yeah, here. Yeah. yeah. What does that What does that really mean? And by the way, since I'm going to have to do something, you're going to have to define that for me. So what we're going to now spend the next several months doing is the fine print, oh, uh, is good. is the detail. 
so that we can understand what we're signing up to and knowing that, well, the essence of it is I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. But he said, let me define it for you so you have a, uh, a thrill at the end of it to say, well, I'd like, I'd like that and I'm ready to perform. Uh, I'm going to show up. Hey, I want that house. I'm going to show up. You know, so it's a great illustration. Is that does that make sense? Do you think in terms of absolutely? Yeah, uh, I think that's a great way to describe it. Uh, what you either have or don't have. So it's great. Okay, yeah. so uh, we're going to continue here with First um, uh, Chronicles. Remember, we're defining uh, the why mm-hmm. uh, and the first why. Uh, in other words, he said this is the essence of, of my relationship with you. Uh, and there's a purpose behind it. Uh, and I have a few things that I want you to understand because our question is, well, what would you do that for? What's the purpose of that? Right. Um, and already right. already we know it's not just to bless me because the definition is, well, if you're going to be blessed, you're going to have to give it away. Right. Uh, okay. Uh, so let's look at this uh, deeper. And he tells us the why. The first one we talked about is glorifying himself. And so let's talk yep. about that again. So. Uh, I think we were starting in verse uh, 15. We made it through 15, 15 yeah. Uh, and so go uh, now 16 um, and uh, go to uh, 22. Uh, 16 to 22, okay. it just it gives a little bit of a cool uh, uh, by the way about this. So First uh, Chronicles okay. 16, uh, we're now 15, uh, 16 through 22. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and back up to 15 just yep. so it's a complete sentence. Yeah, okay. Um, remember his covenant forever, the word that he commanded for a thousand generations, the covenant he made with Abraham, his sworn promise to Isaac, which he confirmed to Jacob as a statute, to Israel as an everlasting covenant, saying to you, I will give the land of Canaan as your portion for an inheritance. When you were few in number of little account and sojourners in it, wandering from nation to nation, from one kingdom to another people, He allowed no one to oppress them. He rebuked kings on their account, saying, touch not my anointed ones. Do my prophets no harm. Okay. So um, he says that um, uh, the covenant that I made with uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And Mm -hmm. um, now that is three generations. Okay. Abraham. And there's a thousand. So. (laughs) And so Abraham, you know, his son was who? Isaac. Mm-hmm. Who was Isaac's son? Jacob. Jacob. Who was Jacob, the father of the twelve tribes? Mm-hmm. Uh, so he said, "I'm I'm headed I'm heading this, literally in in four generations, uh, from the blessing to Abraham, that included then Isaac, and we'll and we'll get into the depth of of what happened when um, Abraham." <laughs> Abraham uh, you know, basically said, I guess this isn't going to happen, so I'm going to take take it in my own hands. And he has Hagar and Ishmael, and Ishmael's not part of this lineage. Um, it's, right. a, it's a different thing. So Isaac, and then Isaac has Jacob, and then Jacob has the 12 sons who become the 12 tribes of Israel. So right. you can see what he's doing here is I start with one, and I go to multiplication because I'm creating a nation, a people, uh, that is going to be the recipient of this. Um, and, and so he, he says, I've confirmed it as an oath, again in verse 17, as, as a what? An everlasting covenant. He said, again, he says mm-hmm. it, lasts forever. This isn't going anywhere. This lasts yeah. forever. Um, I've confirmed it as a truth 
that this is lasting forever, even into which which God obviously knew into the new, what we call the New Testament, the, the time of okay. Christ, right. and, and Christianity. Um, and he says that um, I'm going to give you a land. So there now there is he's saying there's a little Speaking of the promised land at that point. Promised right? land. There's something about this that is physical and it's real, and the blessing mm-hmm. is going to be so. He even said right up front to Abraham and and David understood this. This isn't just spiritual. There's real stuff to it. Uh, right. Uh, and he says, uh, I'm going to protect you. Um, and I'm not going to let them. Uh, if Remember, if you have a heart, and we know something about that. Uh, he's talking about Israel. He says, I'm going to protect you and pr- permit no one to hurt you. Well, did people hurt him? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so think through and again, come back to the essence of agreement. What happened to this covenant when when they got harmed by for, foreigners? They didn't keep up their side of the they deal. They weren't keeping up their side exactly. Uh, so that's why we keep understanding the covenant isn't uh, guaranteed; it's offered, uh, and, right? And uh, that's what happened there. Okay, uh, go to uh, now. Go to twenty three. Uh, actually, go all the way from twenty three to thirty. Um, okay. Sure. Sing to the Lord, all the earth. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, and he is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the people are worthless idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and joy are in his place. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples, ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in splendor of holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. Yes, the world is established. It shall never be moved. Yeah. Uh, Now, remember, he's saying, remember the covenant. Mm -hmm. Tell him I wonder his deeds. It's about the covenant. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. It's an agreement. And he says um, where it's headed uh, as you just read those verses, is he wants us to do what? To declare his glory among the nations, to declare, share that. Declare and, his glory yeah. uh, among the nations means in a, in a broad, broad way, broadcast mm-hmm. in a big, big, big way, the glory, right. ascribe to glory what's due him. Mm-hmm. Um, reflect on the beauty of this so that if, uh, by definition, um, uh, if he's, um, expressing the covenant by definition there what's happening to me then I'm being blessed I'm experiencing One thing, I'm experiencing this, that blessing. this wonderful stuff that I then automatically ascribe praise him, a, a for. Praise him yeah. ascribe to him tell of his wondrous works uh, glorifying him because if it was natural Mm-hmm. Well, look at what you did. Hey, you you did a good thing, or you you performed something. Well, we we wouldn't give glory to God because well, I could do that, right? Under what condition are we, and can we, and ever able to give glory to God? What has to happen? We have to be surrendered under Him, and He has to be the one doing it. He has to do something amazing yeah. that we automatically uh, give it away. Uh, and speak yeah. and speak about it that it's it's about glorifying him and then he, he makes this uh, uh, beautiful statement um, and that describes interesting enough it describes him and then describes the covenant 
Uh, in verse 27, uh, splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and joy or gladness are in his place. So there's four qualities that begin to describe what covenant looks like. Well, first of all, it's him. Right. Okay, so he brings that because that's God. See, that is the nature of God. He said, I want to bring that nature that I am into your real life of stuff. So splendor, the word there is spectacular. Your life will have grandness to it. Your life will have spectacular. And remember, that's defined uh, uniquely and individually. So right. um, it's not like, well, yeah, spectacular would be I'd like to have a mansion. I'd like to right. live in a mansion. That would be spectacular. Uh, yeah. But for you, it, it's going to be defined for you and your life. But it will be it will be spectacular. Uh, right. There will be majesty. There's an elegance to it. There's a uh, a, a majestic. So when you think and, of. And awe, ahead. something to do with awe, I yeah. think of too. Yeah. Splendor. You know, something that strikes awe that it is so not something you could do yourself. Yeah. And you guys, you know? didn't, didn't you guys, you lived in Europe, right? In Germany? We did, yeah. We lived in Germany for a couple of years. Okay. Did you ever go down to um, uh, Ludwig's castle called Neuschwanstein? Yes, we sure did. Yeah. Loved uh, it. By the way, it's the uh, what's called, the, what we call in America, the Disneyland castle. Yes, that's uh, the one that Disney's modeled after. Because he modeled his castle at Disneyland and then uh, uh, Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was really a, ca- a castle. Right. And it's beautiful. Uh, uh, and when you when you went there, mm-hmm. what what did you sense when you when you went there physically, and and was physically at that site? What did what what did you what? Did oh, that you're mean? just awestruck. Yeah. Because it is. I mean, it is huge and majestic and um, full of such richness and splendor and even just the setting honestly as much as the castle itself was awestruck the bridge when you walk across that wobbly bridge <laughs> and you're looking at the setting of it and the mountains and everything around it it's, it's just breathtaking yeah uh, and it's it's literally you can't help but sense the splendor and the majesty of it there's mm-hmm. a majesty of there's a spe- there is and, for sure and god said that's that's what i want to reveal in your life of uh, I want to give you majestic things, mm-hmm. he says, because that's me, um, and I want to give that to you. And then strength, uh, be able to endure and, and have uh, fortitude in life, and then it, that results in joy, uh, gladness, extreme uh, uh, you know, celebration of I get to live in the covenant. Now, um, I'm going to go back and add in, even when I think of majesty, I also think of... Um, being awestruck, you know, I think of royalty a lot of times yes. when you think of like the castles, yes. but being awestruck of the authority above me. Yeah. You know, so it, it comes back to also this place of of recognition of the power and authority that you're in the presence of as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, and what it does see is that as we uh, are reflecting that and experiencing it, so like mm-hmm. when you went to, uh, you know, uh, Neuschwanstein, Ludwig's Castle, uh, it was, 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 look how magnificent this is of the people that built this. You didn't do it. Right. But you got to experience it. And your, and your reflection was, man, this is majestic. And, and I'm, I'm awestruck at what they were able to do. And that's what God keeps saying is, right. I want you to be uh, awestruck at what I'm going to do to deliver the covenant 
And they said mm-hmm. the first and primary purpose is so that, uh, God speaking, I am glorified because you can't help but say, well, how did this happen? Well, because of right. the majesty and the wonder and the awesomeness and the glory mm-hmm. of God. And you and you don't like, well, I should, I, sh- I should uh, praise God for it. No, right. you, you can't help but praise you, you can't help it. See that, yeah. and that's what, again, just I hope everybody receives this, is that it's not kind of. Mm-hmm. It, the covenant isn't, well, maybe, yeah, maybe, no, eh, okay, whatever. Uh, no, it'll be spectacular, literally spectacular, where you, mm-hmm. you can't help by glorifying him, which he said, by the way, is is my primary purpose. Is right. I, I want to glorify me, which, again, his heart is that no one shall perish and no one shall live a life of mediocrity. And as you share that with people, that gives glory to him, which then uh, has them stimulated to do what? Is that possible for me? Right, uh, right. So, you know, so I've, uh, you know, just an example, you just said it about, uh, we've been to Neuswanstein, my wife's German and her family lives there. So we've, we've actually been there quite a few times. But uh, um, when we show the pictures of it and say we were there, and by the way, I'm not showing a photograph. I'm not showing a painting or a canvas. Right. I'm showing my photograph of Linda in the picture. Right. Right. Um, and they say, "Wow, look at that." Mm-hmm. Um, uh, is that is that something I should go see? I should be part. Look at how magnificent that is. Right. Can I go do that? You know, the answer is, yeah. You should go yeah, see that you should. Right. and experience it yourself because it's so majestic. And that's what mm-hmm. that's what God says. I want to stimulate. With the majesty that's happening to you, that people right. say, is that possible for me? Right. And the answer we know is yes, because why? Well, yeah, the and that's that part of being forever. a witness. That's you know, it. part of being a witness is is sharing what you know by experience, and then it does draw others immediately that's to right. it. Okay, so he said, one, I'm going to glorify myself. The second one, which is really interesting, he says, I want to elevate your life up into the heavenly, up into the kingdom. Uh, where everything is delivered uh, because it's not a natural thing. It's not you maneuvering through life better. Uh, It's God delivering it. And he says, I have to elevate you up into a different understanding of living both in heaven and on earth today because it's a unit. Uh, They're together and we function in the kingdom and it's a spiritual thing. So Let's go to Ephesians, uh, first of all, uh, 1, and read verses uh, 3 to 6. Ephesians 1, 3 to 6. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, with which he has blessed us in the beloved. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and go down to 13 to 14, and we'll tie these together. This is Ephesians sure. 1, 13 and 14. Um, in him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. Yeah. So um, he says that, uh, and this is where you got to pay attention to verb tense. He says, you have been mm-hmm. already blessed with what? 
With every spiritual blessing. Every already. Mm -hmm. I've already given you every spiritual blessing in the heavenlies. In the heavenlies, yes. Oh, it happens there. Um, and he says, I've already done it. At the blessing. And so if you think about, in a way, <laughs> how easy it is for him. Mm -hmm. He said, well, I've already done it. Right. You just have to experience it. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a spiritual thing because it's in the heavenlies. And he said, according to the purpose of my will mm -hmm. toward you, my will. Now think about how cool this is. <clears throat> my will is for you to experience the covenant. Right. Which is uh, you're going to be blessed to become a blessing flow through so that others can experience what you get to experience. And interesting enough, if you're not experiencing it, what can't you do? You can't give it away. I can't give it away. Right. Which is where a lot of Christians are basically is, yeah, that doesn't happen to me. But I don't mm -hmm. even think about that because I'm not experiencing right. a blessing. God says, yeah, I know. Um, I've already given it to you in the, in the heavenlies. You got you to step into a different uh, understanding that you're both in heaven and in earth today because it's a unit and there's great verses that, you know, Christ has raised us with him already in the, in the heavenlies. And we seated at him with the right hand of the Father already. Uh, so the spiritual process. And then he said, by the way, uh, I've guaranteed this because I gave you who? The Holy Spirit. I gave you as a seal mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit. And where is he? Within us See, now. He's within yeah. me. And it's a spiritual thing so that if you look at the covenant, one of the reasons people don't experience it is that even though they're sealed with the Holy Spirit, which is which is now trying to draw them up into the spiritual place, I only live in the natural. And right. I basically, in what is called you know, in Ephesians, other places, uh, you have grieved the Holy Spirit. You've put to death as if it's not operating the Holy Spirit. Um uh, he says, you, you've rejected what's available to you, and I can't give you the covenant because you're not willing to experience what I've given you with, through the Holy Spirit because you've, you've just operate completely in the flesh uh, without the function of the Holy Spirit, which, by the way, has is, is already been given to you. Mm -hmm. uh, and that, and by definition, he says, <laughs> that's, that's why it has to be spiritual because the Holy Spirit is spiritual. Um, and you got to function in a different way. We just went through uh, last couple of weeks, uh, refresher and abiding, and we talked about we have to subordinate our intellect right. to the spiritual, uh, living with him and letting letting us hear his voice and process with him. By the way, in a very healthy way. So we're not we're not talking about strange stuff, but rather just the joy of life. He says because I've already blessed you to make you a blessing. Okay, now uh, this next uh, verse is remarkable um, of what it says and it'll help us understand uh, what our purpose is all about in the covenant. Ephesians 3, 8 to, 8 to 13. Ephesians 3, 8 to, 8 to 13. Okay, I think I got the wrong passage. So okay. let me just pull that up real quick. Hang on. Uh, this is Ephesians uh, 3. So he's talked to us about, I bless you with every spiritual blessing. Um, he goes into Ephesians 2, by the way, a uh, famous verse that we all know. 
which, by the way, uh, we, we, we don't read this verse, but we read, by grace we are saved, not by works, lest any man shall boast. Well, right before that, this is Ephesians 2, it says, hey, by the way, I've raised you with me at, and sitting at the right hand of the Father. And the reason that you can have this beautiful life of, of, of salvation, remember salvation is, in a sense, it's receiving, living out the covenant life, uh, is available because it's spiritual and you're already with me if you have a heart to go. Uh, and don't now that you receive me as Savior by faith, don't, don't go back to works. And say, I got to figure this out on my own, which right. is what people do. And then he says, Which is what we try to do a lot. Yeah. You know? And he said, We are his workmanship, uh, verse 10, or Ephesians 2, uh, created according to uh, what he's already ordained so that we could walk in them to experience the covenant. And, and think of even when you look at the, the word in scripture, works, good works, um, we would say, Well, I got to go work for God. Right. And God says it's the other way around. He said, I'm going to um, work for you and you're going to experience the covenant because your work, think about how cool this is. He says it in the essence. I'm going to bless you so that I make you what? A blessing. The blessing is to be in the right spot to receive the blessing. And then I'm going to have you give it away, which will be your work. And by the way, he says, <laughs> I define what that is. Right. And I've already prepared it and yeah, planned it for you yeah. to just for you to step into for to step so into says, for you to walk into. Yeah. And so and so when you think of I'm going to be blessed to be a blessing, you don't say, OK, I, I've been blessed. Mm-hmm. I, I got to make sure I give it away to somebody. I got to right. figure it. He says, no, I do the whole thing. Even that. Even that. Doing. Yes. Now, by the way, and this is something that's cool. It's absolutely going to happen. Mm-hmm. He says, because it's a flow through. I will never have you in a place where you're just blessed and that's it. Mm-hmm. You will be blessed, but guess what? You'll be giving it away where I, that's where the good work is. Right. Because why? Well, it's a spiritual activity that I do. Okay, so uh, he, he, you know, Ephesians 2. Now Ephesians 3 is this remarkable statement that, that uh, almost nobody ever understands, but it's, it's beautifully stated. Ephesians 3, go ahead and, and uh, read that. Ephesians 3, 8 to 13. To me, who am less than the least of all the saints, this grace was given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to make all see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the ages has been hidden in God who created all things through Jesus Christ to the intent that now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places according to the eternal purpose, which he accomplished in Christ Jesus, our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through faith in him. Therefore, I ask that you do not lose heart at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. Yeah. Okay. So he says, uh, lots of good stuff. There. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's a mystery about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mystery, the word mystery means a secret and not easily understood. Uh, he said the gospel, there's a big mystery about it. Um, he said, and, but let me, let me, he said, let me explain it to you. Um, so that the church, now, by the way, who's the church? That's us. believers. Yeah. Yeah. See, That's he's us. not, he's not talking about a church organization. 
He's talking about the big C church is the, what I the, call it the usually. Big, you know, it's talking about the, the believers in Christ, mm-hmm. uh, who, by the way, uh, if you, if you, and we'll talk more about this, but if you, if you as a believer in Christ, so you're the, the church, uh, if you gather other believers in Christ with you, your spouse, your inner circle, uh, you know, right. what, what, what we call the uh, sacred assembly, uh, your small group, if they all are understanding that we, me, we are going to be recipients of the covenant, uh, where we uh, are going to be blessed and we are going to give it away, it happens at different levels. So you, you'll, you'll experience that individually. Right. But the people around you in community can even be stronger because he says the church, and it implies you and others who are also walking with you, will manifest. And the word manifest is make known, reveal, show, demonstrate to who? To other believers? That's not what it says. It says to who? To principalities and powers. Yeah. You will make known to Mm -hmm. principalities and powers the manifold power of God. Oh, well, think about that. That's crazy when you stop and think about that. So, So when we're walking with him and receiving his wisdom and receiving those blessings, it's actually a testament to angels. Yes. And and to demon, you yeah. know, to principalities and powers, they are seeing God's power manifest through us. That's wild, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So let's unpack that a little bit. So if if you're going to demonstrate to principalities and powers, mm-hmm. um, if you're doing that in the natural, and it's only what you can do, does that demonstrate anything to principalities and no, powers? No, not a bit. No. Interesting enough. If we're in the natural, in the flesh, not walking with God in the kingdom and the spiritual heavenlies, who actually has power over us? The principalities and powers. Right, right. Uh, They're interesting enough. They're demonstrating to us Mm -hmm. their power because they have it over us. And we don't have anything to to demonstrate because we're just really recipients of that, which is why it explains, by the way, why there's a lot of trouble. Uh, they're demonstrating yeah. that trouble over and over and over and over again. So like a couple that is married, Christians that are married, and you're mm-hmm. thinking already of separation, divorce, mediocrity, uh, affairs. Uh, what's that? See, the enemy's got gotcha. you. Right. Uh, and he's actually demonstrating to you his power. Well, God says... His power. God says, no, it's got to be the other, other direction. Okay, mm-hmm. what would would demonstrate to principalities and powers? What What must happen... For that to have any demonstration to them, well, it has to be what God is doing, and what, what, and what God's word, and then it's followed. It's followed through. Yeah, yeah. And remember, they're in the spiritual realm. So, what what mm-hmm. must they experience? Supernatural. Yeah, it has to be not natural. Mm-hmm. They have power over that, but supernatural. God reverses things. He does things that nobody else can do. Uh, that that overwhelms them. Hmm. And and he said the purpose of the covenant, glorify, hmm. glorify me, elevate you up in the heavenlies, and while you're there, I want you to demonstrate. Not interesting enough, uh, and we'll talk about this later. But uh, you're going to give it away. But your primary demonstration 
is to principalities and powers. Why? Because unless it's supernatural, you can't do it. So I'm not. He said. He said I'm not talking about you doing better things for the for the believers or for non-believers. Right. Uh, and isn't that interesting? No. If you're living the covenant, you're going to demonstrate the supernatural. By the way, by definition, who's doing that work? Me. God is. God's me. Yeah. Uh, uh, God says I'm doing it. You'll glorify me, but it'll demonstrate mm-hmm. to them. So he says, keep that really understood that's the mystery of the gospel is that you and you around you will demonstrate to the principalities and powers this mighty thing and then we'll talk later that but what does that give us by the way great boldness and access to god to say okay what do you got to say about this and what are you going to do with this problem right. let me show you what i'm going to do with this problem and it's rooted in the covenant you could stay there and say okay how is this going to work mm-hmm. Are you going to bless me to make me a blessing? I don't know how this is going to work because this looks pretty tough. Hey, guess what? This will demonstrate to principalities and powers my supernatural work. (laughs) Wow. That's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool. (laughs) So uh, uh, we'll get get more into this uh, as we express it of the beauty of this. But um, it's uh, it's to be living in a different place in a different way and see it's not kind of as some people do some people don't yeah some people are gifted some people this this has nothing to do with that right it has to do with the life of the covenant which is for everybody right um if we're willing to step into that agreement we got it we got we got to get to the agreement part of it okay so we'll pick this up again tomorrow um we're having a good time with it and uh uh, we get so excited that we we even kind of lose track of time. So uh, <laughs> uh, if you got questions, you know, send it in uh, uh, at uh, 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 on the YouTube channel or questions at afjministry.com, questions at afjministry.com. And uh, I, I imagine we're going to have some good questions and we'd happy yeah, to, happy to answer to them. And, uh, it's good. It's good that you send them in. So, Kathy, we will see you again uh, tomorrow. Sounds great. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks for joining us. We will see you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.